You know what we will see? And that is the West Australian women's cricket side in action in the WNCL at the Wacker. Uh, there's four games to be played over this uh, busy little period, December into early January. Chloe Paparo is going to be a key part of it all, top order batter, and she's with us now on the show. Chloe, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. It must be exciting to get back into it, Chloe. I know the WBBL is a great tournament. You play in front of big crowds, but the WNCL still holds a pretty important place on the WA uh, cricket in Calendar. How exciting is it to get back into the action uh, against Queensland this week? Yeah, definitely. We're really looking forward to it. I think um, this year we've got 12 games, so it's a proper season. And um, yeah, the girls haven't had to wait um, until January, February, like the past couple of years with COVID to, to get their 50 over season underway. So now nah, we're really looking forward to getting back out there um, this week. Are Queensland the benchmark, Chloe? They look as though they might be the team to beat just looking at the ladder. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, they've got a lot of domestic talent that, that are on the verge of Australian um, selection as well. So uh, I think, you know, any team on their day um, is really competitive. But, yeah, we're looking forward to getting out there on Wednesday. And what's our side looking like? Have we got ins and outs and uh, the strength of what we're after? Yeah, I think our team's in a really good place. Obviously, uh, we have Beth Mooney and Alana King play the last few games for us and they're obviously away in India at the moment so they, they won't play but um, you know we've, we've got a really strong batting lineup that has scored a lot of runs at club cricket so I'm really looking forward to seeing those girls go out there this week. Chloe what about preparations so you've come off the WBBL and, and maybe a little bit of time uh, between then and, and now how have preparations been to get back into 50 over cricket? Yeah, I think the games aren't too dissimilar in the way that we want to go about playing our 50 over cricket is, you know, quite positive and, you know, brave. So for us, it's not been too dissimilar in terms of, tra- in terms of training. Uh, we got a, a week off after the Big Bash, which was needed, I think, just to decompress and get back ready to go. We've got a pretty busy period with two games now and then two games just after the new year as well. So um, it's been really great to get the squad back together and, um, yeah, the culture's in a really strong place. What's the key taking on the fire? I mean, what are their strengths that you've got to, um, well, get a hold of? Yeah, I think their batting line-up is probably their strength. So for us, it's, you know, really bowling that consistent line and length at the Wacker. You know, we're really, uh, I've got full confidence in our, our quicks that they know what length to bowl um, out there, which is, um, you know, hopefully we can take advantage if their bowlers don't get their lengths right on, the, on a bouncy Wacker, but... Um, yeah, that, that's probably our, our area that we need to, to focus on going into the games. Will we see Georgia Wiley? Will we see a bit of Georgia Wiley in these games? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think our squad's been announced yet. So, um, yeah, I think G's been performing really well at club cricket. And, um, yeah, got the, the Scorchers contract as well. So I think she was really, um, you know, it was really good for her to get around that group and learn and experience that competition as well. So um, if she gets an opportunity this week, she'll be raring to go. Chloe, opening the batting, it's probably the place to be in white ball cricket, isn't it? As much as the ball moves around a little bit, it probably gives you a reward for your shots the most and, and gives you a chance to set up an innings. How much do you enjoy opening the batting? Yeah, definitely. I love love opening the batting. I think for me, it's you know my ability to set the tone and, and kind of you know see out those good bowlers, but at the same time, if the ball's there to hit, um, take full advantage of, of only having two out. Um, at the start of an inning. So, yeah, I love batting there at the top of the order and um, hopefully can score some runs this week. Karis Becker, now she's been selected in the Australian under-19s off her deeds in the recent under-19s domestic championships and Chloe Ainsworth, another one that's been recognised for her deeds. That suggests there's a fair bit of young talent coming through the ranks in WA cricket. Yeah, definitely. I think that was was great to see um, those two getting rewarded for their performances in the under-19s and 
Um, they're both really excited. I know that. And um, yeah, I think um, Karis has put a lot of work in um, over the preseason as well, been in our program. So I think yeah, it's probably a testament to the Wacker and you know the staff there that have set up a really strong pathway program, which probably wasn't around when I was coming through the system. So um, yeah, it's great to see a lot of talent coming through now. Uh, more broadly, how important is it to have a, uh, an international under-19s World Cup? We see it with the men and we, we identify the next generation of stars. How important is it for the women's game, more broadly, to have an under-19 World Cup for the first time? Yeah, I think it's it's huge, especially now with the Big Bash, um, which is a premier competition. So you probably don't see um, you know young players playing as much in teams there. So to get that opportunity to go and play international cricket and experience a different country and and just different teammates, different conditions. Um, I think it's a really good opportunity, and I think it just adds a little bit extra to those, you know, under nineteen championships as well. You're not just playing um, to, to win games for your state, but there's also higher honours as well. So um, yeah, it's really exciting for those girls. Do we see the the depth of our cricket continuing to improve? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, as I said, uh, the pathway system that we've got now is. Um, really 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 good and I think that's probably where New South Wales has has pipped us over the past you know 10-15 years Mm. as they've just had this such a strong pathway and so many girls playing cricket and I think you know while we're a few years behind that uh, we're finally there and got a really good system and and set up I know that I've seen our under 16 girls training at the WACA this week as well so that's been really exciting as well to see that talent and um, you know even at my local club Midland Guildford that you know we've got four or five you know youth league players playing A-grade cricket. So, um, yeah, the talent's definitely coming and it's just how we kind of keep them in cricket for the long haul now. Uh, Chloe, just before you joined us, we are talking about the series over in India, Australia-India, the T20 series at the moment, and, and great to see Australia going so well. But the crowds and tapping into that cricket-loving nation that is India and growing the game. There's talk of a women's IPL um, and, and the, uh, the fans flocking to watch games there. How significant do you think that is for the game? Yeah, huge. I think it's been um, so good to see that the crowd come out and support women's cricket in India. I think, um, as you said, the, the women's IPL looks to be starting probably next year. So I think um, I've seen cricket grow you know, a huge amount just in terms of people talking about it and wanting to get down and watch it as well. So, um, yeah, I think the more we can tap into to cricket-loving nations like that, um, the more the game will grow. Just a reflection on the Big Bash and the disappointment Chloe of, uh, of of not progressing past the the regular season into the into the finals. Uh, coming off the the title last year, I'm sure that the group would have been disappointed. Yeah, obviously hugely disappointing not to make the finals. I think you know for as long as I've been in the Scorchers, we've always prided ourselves on on making sure that we, we're there in the, in the finals. Um, and to, to miss out this year was really disappointing. I think, but um, you know we didn't deserve to be there. We played really inconsistent cricket throughout, so. Um, yeah, unfortunately this year wasn't our year, but hopefully we can re- regroup and, and come again next year. How's that Wacker wicket looking good out there and, and the outfield <laughs> there? It'd be pretty quick. Yeah, the outfield's looking great. I actually haven't seen the pitch was covered last night when we trained, so I haven't had a look at the pitch. But, um, you know, I'm sure it'll be a usual Wacker wicket. We're, you know, a bit in it for the bowlers, but if you can hang around there as a batter, it's a great place to play. No doubt. Hey, um, hopefully it's not as green as that pitch up at the Gabba. I think all yep. lovers in cricket would have seen that and gone, gosh, I don't want to bat on that. No, no, definitely not. Hopefully that the Wacker curators don't prepare anything like that for us. No, hopefully a chance to, to put a big score on the board. Queensland, games on Wednesday, tomorrow and Friday uh, against the Queensland Fire. Chloe, the best of luck. 
Thank you. Really appreciate it, guys. Chloe Paparo joining us, the skipper of the West Australian uh, women's 50-over setup. Uh, they're at the at the Wacker. They'll be playing those two games against the Fire. Um, Georgia Redmayne's going to be a key wicket. She's been in unbelievable form in the last couple of years in this competition, so she will be a key wicket. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how the, the wicket presents itself. Hopefully it's a good wicket for batting.